Approximately 8.36. It is time for... It's time! Florida's Rebounds number one... UFC Light Heavyweight Division. Sports Fighting! Out of the blue corner! He's a mixed martial artist. Where is he from, bro? Where is he from? I'm gonna tell you where he's from. He's from Balls. <laughs> he holds a professional record. Wait, didn't you say Balls already once? Of nine wins, no losses, with one draw. Fighting out of Miami, Florida, he is the reigning, defending, undisputed UFC light heavyweight champion of the world. A sports podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Hi, A sports podcast. Hold on, wait. Time out. Why do we have a draw? Yeah, why? Yeah, I was wondering that. Because they always be having like random mad draws. Hey, okay. We didn't take. We didn't take no L's. Yeah, we didn't take no L's, but we drew with somebody though. Hey, whoever we drew with, fuck you. It might have been like a good head up fight to where I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> I, I Head up. Y'all both hit each other at the same time, and y'all both realize how hard the other person hits. It's like, all right. All right, for sure. All Run right. Back. Now we'll be good. Run it by. We good. We good. How y'all doing? Man, you know, I'm here, dog. Bitch, I'm here. We made it back safely from North Carolina. No Carolina. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Just around your head. Like, like a, a helicopter. Um, Dylan survived his birthday. Easily. We missed you on the show last week. Listen. You know, you had a really grown birthday. You went to Top Golf. It was golfing for me. That's about as grown as you can get. Hell yeah. That shit was trash. It was trash. Dang. This segment is not brought to you by Top Golf. Yeah. Top Golf. We're trash. Top Golf. (laughs) Cut the check. Cut the check. Wait, it was garbage. The waiter? So it was the service. Yup. Ha. Not so much the golfing. Yeah, I was trash at that too, though. But you were trash, though. Yeah, I don't golf. <laughs> nice. I feel you. That's what I'm talking about, bro. I feel you. But the game was free because the waiter was trash. Hey, swag tastic. Swag. What um episode number are we on? Fifty-eight. Von Miller. Yes. Peter Bulware. Thomas Davis. Yes. Yes. I mean, Quan Alexander, mm. Christian Kirksey, mm. Roquan Smith, mm. and Carl Lawson. Nice. And then a couple oldies, Derek Thomas. Derek Thomas. Yep. Hall of Famer, legend. R.I.P. Quarterback sacking extraordinaire. And Jack Lambert. Jack Lambert, part of the Steel Curtain. Carter. The Steel Curtain. Lindsay is live. Yeah. Where is he from? 
know. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, watching two games. We're binging on sports. Yeah. So October is the best month in sports. We'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, we're watching Thursday Night Football, Broncos Cardinals, and we are watching the uh, Game 5 of the Red Sox uh, Astros series. Also known as the American League Championship Series. Boom. ALCS. Boom. I don't know if you guys realize Vance just was looking like he was doing the Hail Hitler sign. Oh, he no. He was doing a lot of this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't want to investigate NFL. Oh, no. But yeah, that's all I got as far as uh, 58s go. Bring it! Uh, no. Find out where Philip Lindsay's from? He's from Colorado, big dog. Oh. Mm, that's what's up. He's from a random school. So we got 58s knocked out of the water. Yeah. You know what that means it's time for? Um, It's time for the dad joke of the week. I know you guys have been waiting for it. The The excitement has been building and brewing. It's time for the dad joke of the week. All right. You guys ready for the joke? Yeah, bro. Go for it, man. Whatever, bro. What do you call a fish with two knees? A two knees? A toonie fish. Do you get it? Instead of a tuna fish, it's a tuna fish. Out of ass. You throw that one away, bro. Moving on to the <laughs> NFL. The NA. You gonna tell that to somebody? FA. Never. Confident. LA. I'm not gonna remember that one next month. Go, bro. No, you're not done yet. I'm pretty much done. Pretty much. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. So, how was week six, man? Was it good? Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you gonna tell us what happened or not? Nope. Why not? Bro, (laughs) like, come on, man. Go with your segment. So, in 1914, how are you? <laughs> week six. Bro, go, bro. So, in week six, um, we saw a lot of good games. I'm going to go through a couple of them. Um, just the ones of note. The Seahawks murdered the Raiders in London. Uh, Derek Carr sacked six times. Six times? Amari Cooper. Niffle. Bless you. Bless you. Amari Cooper left with a concussion. <laughs> Seth Roberts left with a concussion. Uh, I guess I got the sniffles. Raiders are still trash. Raider fans have officially put together a website called isgrudengoneyet.com where it's literally <laughs> it's literally just a countdown ticker showing uh, it, and a yes or no at the top of it, which right now it says no, and then it has a ticker of how much time he has left in his contract and how much money he's earned so far of his contract, and how much more we still owe him. So he's earned over $7 million so far. for. So he's owed $93 million. Yep, for 92 points, yes. Nice. So, yeah, for his one in five efforts. So that's, that's, that's what I'm shy. talking about. Um, but y'all are the same Raider fans that was hyped when he got picked up. Yeah, because they were drinking his juice. Mm-hmm. Were you excited when he got picked up? I was excited for the possibility, but... 
I don't hold my breath because I know his style and he likes to bring in all these old people and he thinks like these old ass veterans are the answers instead of developing young ta- uh, talent. That's always been something that's kind of rubbed me the wrong way about him. I'm sorry, Big Dog. It is what it is. I'm over it. Going for the first pick. That's what I'm shooting for this time around. Maybe they're tanking to get the first pick. Sure. Sounds good. <clears throat> Let's make it happen. Um, but like I was saying, Redskins upset the Panthers, which a lot of people didn't see coming. Um, Alex Smith is not, still not playing great, but uh, they did enough in that game to win. Um, let's see. The Dolphins somehow miraculously managed to beat the Bears in overtime off of some fluke-ass plays. Uh, Brock Osweiler brought the win home. But let's... You can't spell Osweiler without W, and that's what he brings you. Right. And let, let's be clear on something. I mean... He's Brock a top-10 Os- quarterback. No. No. Osweiler's <laughs> stats look good. Like, he threw for 300-something, but two of those plays gave him 150 of those yards from one of those receivers. He had two, like, 70-yard reception touchdowns that he did all the work on. So, it's not... You know... He's a top-10 quarterback. All right. He's better than Blake Bortles. We'll find out this week. But, I mean, I think it's true what we kind of saying. When these teams come down to Florida into this humidity, especially down in Miami, it's It's a home field advantage. It is definitely a home field advantage. Um, The Bears also were coming off a bye week. So, you know, teams historically don't play too well off the bye, depending on the team and the culture. Um, So, yeah, that was a... There's only a couple of teams that play well after the bye. You know one of them teams? The New England Patriots. Yep. I had a feeling that's where I was going. Yeah. Did you did you see that coming from a mile away? Yep. Sure yeah, did. Yeah. So does everybody else who um, knows about the Patriots. We'll get, we'll get to the Patriots in a second, actually. Um, oh, we're talking about the Patriots? Man, the Ravens absolutely brutalized the Titans to a 21 to nothing victory. They sacked Mariota 11 times. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. 11 times. That's crazy. So... Is the Ravens' D-line that good, or is the Titans' O-line that bad? Titans, it's a mixture of, of both. Ravens do have a good D-line, and, right. and, and I mean, the Titans' um, O-line is just not one to write home about. So, I don't think any team, I think elite defenses should be able to get like seven to eight sacks, but I think they just had a good game plan, too. Mm-hmm. But that D-line was definitely on, well, it wasn't just a D-line, it was, it was the combination of that and well-timed blitzes also. They were, they were on one. Yeah, it was... Yeah, wow. 11. Isn't that a record? 11, yeah. It's that's, definitely a record. That's crazy. I think it, like, blew out the previous record, too. Blew out? Yeah, I think, like, the previous like, record was, like, 7 or 8. Yeah, niggas barely did, like, 5. Yeah. Damn. Um, so, another upset. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Jaguars 40-7. to um, I'm shit Now... My issue with this, a lot of people are putting the emphasis on the defense. Um, however, I think a lot of this blame firmly goes on to the offensive side of the ball uh, because the defense um, on the Cowboys' first four drives offensively, they went three and out, three and out, six and out, three and out. Had the Jaguars capitalized on any of, any of those, you know, it's a closer game. You right. know, they're into it. When the total time of possession – hold on, let me get that stat. Sorry, I should have been prepared. But 
the time of possession, Dallas time of possession, 38 minutes and 50 seconds. Wow. To the Jaguars, 21. That's a long time for the defense to be on the field. That's more than a whole quarter. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a crazy amount of time. It is. Like, Can't overlook that. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, the, the score gets run up that high because in the third quarter, they know Blake Bortles isn't bringing your team back. They're, <laughs> they're pinning their ear. They're pinning yeah, their ears we're tired. Going. We're tired. We're not going to come back and win this game. Like, I'm not about to kill myself on this field. So. Amen. Yeah. Blake Bortles is bad. Uh, but what wasn't bad was the Sunday night football game, Chiefs-Patriots. Um, a shootout, which I'm sure a lot of people expected it to be. Mm-hmm. As the defenses on both teams aren't stellar. And the offense. They got more holes in them than Swiss cheese. Um, Now, while the the Patriots did come out on top and won a very close game, honestly, I was extremely impressed by Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Um, I think his poise and ability to kind of bounce back and take off, like this might have been the worst game of his career, Mm -hmm. and they still managed to drop 40 on the Patriots, which is scary. It was down like 21. Yeah. Or something. And that, that's, that's scary for the future of the NFL. Cause we might be looking at the formation of something, the fastest receiving core and yeah. And this quarterback who can just do everything. As long as those receivers stay humble, that team will win yeah. the Super Bowl. I'm really looking forward to this rematch in the playoffs. I hope, I hope we get it. Because I think that'd be a, that'd be a dope game, especially honestly not not even knowing where it would be played at this point, you know. Because if it's at Arrowhead, I don't know. We might be talking a different. But what situation. I will <clears throat> here's what I will say: there is one. There is actually a downfall to Mahomes' game, which I think will be fixed with time. But at least this season, guys, there's certain teams that will be able to at least take advantage of it and I think the Patriots did well especially when they came to when they got to that like two touchdown lead or two mm-hmm. touchdown or field goal lead they were mixing up their looks um, they had him off his game they had him off his game and that was primarily because not only were they doing exotic blitzes but they were running exotic blitzes with a mixture of uh, zone look too so they were zone blitzes um, I know which is Really unlike the Patriots, a lot of times too. They, they tend don't to, do they, that. yeah, they don't get aggressive. No, they, 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 they have that bend but don't break kind of mentality, and they don't really take. You don't really see on third down Bill Belichick calling a blitz. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's, I think I think the fact that they did that is what is what won them the game. Yeah, um, I agree. Just because I think how they were looking at it was, we know that eventually this team is going to explode. So let's get let us get this cushion. Right. So when it does happen, we can kind of weather the storm and still and, take it out to a win. I think the Patriots saw film, like watched the film from the Jaguars game, and they saw that the Jaguars kind of played how the Patriots normally play in that game. Right. They were safe. They didn't take too many chances, too many risks. They weren't attacking like they usually do. Right. That's what makes the Jaguars' defense so great is when they they just attack. They're a relentless attack, right. and you can't do anything about right. it. And they didn't play that way against right. the Chiefs because they were trying to keep things um, they, horizontal. They pretty much took advantage of the fact that I don't think Andy Reid has done much reads 
with right. Mahomes because all his receivers are fast. All you need mm-hmm. to do is put the ball up. Let's run three different routes and let's let's go home. So what what happens from there is you have a situation where Mahomes made a really critical mistake, and that's where I was like, okay, maybe he's not as ready as we're giving him credit to be because they dropped the linebacker from a blitz to a zone look, and he went and played the flats. And um, Mahomes threw the ball right at him. I mean, Mahomes didn't even recognize the fact that he, even though he was coming hot on the blitz, that he dropped his blitz to go in the zone. Right. And and I was just like, wow, that was that was actually a great defensive call by the Patriots. Um, it shows that Mahomes still has some progression. I think it taught him that he still got some progress to make. Um, to be honest with you, if the Chiefs do end up making it to the Super Bowl, it is this game against the Patriots that definitely got them there. Yeah, for sure. I think they, they, they needed this. Yeah, they needed this. They game. did. They they really did. And you could tell by their by their swagger, by the demeanor that they came in there with that they didn't come in there ready to lose. They didn't come in there cautious of the loss. They thought it was going to come in and just run it up and call it a day. And that's not. It's really tough to do against any good team at their home field. I'm not even going to say against the Patriots. I think any good team you throw out there, it's not that easy to beat them on their home field like that. Mm -mm. It's just not. Um, But, yeah, man, Mahomes definitely, like, if he didn't earn stripes in the Denver game, he earned stripes against the Patriots. Like, and he played a phenomenal game. He threw two picks, but, I mean, still it was a phenomenal game. That's now, you know, four picks on the year, but – to what twenty touchdowns? I remember. Yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's snapping when it comes. He's, to he's having an excellent season. Half a year, young I man. I hate that he's in my division. Yeah, it's crazy. I hate it. <laughs> but whatever, we're not even in our division. So, um, <laughs> and then yeah, actually a surprisingly good Monday night football game this week too between the 49ers. Forty Niners did not want to take that L, bro. No, Kyle was- Shanahan's a great offensive coach. Dealing with you have a backup quarterback. I mean, your backup running back is still great. I, mean, I think he's very underrated. Um, but still, technically, your backup running back. Um, and being able to keep up, you know, and stay and have a lead for a good portion of the game, too. But Goodwin? Goodwin yes. Is a monster. Marquis Goodwin, man. Like like they said in the in the game, there is a difference between being fast and having world class speed. Yeah. I mean, he is out there. I think he's probably the fastest player in the game. I I give him that. I don't think he got Tyreek. I don't know if he's got Tyreek either. I think he does. Oh. He's got longer strides than Tyreek. I want to see them I, honestly, I that's that's what, see those are the things they need to do at the at the Pro Bowl for the NFL. Those kind of events would be dope. Like who wouldn't want to see a a race between Tyreek and Marcus Goodwin? That shit would be fire. I think I think Goodwin would win that one. He ran track, and I mean he was in the Olympics, and he is taller, longer legs. Tyreek Hill looks hella fast, also because he does have smaller legs, and all you see is <laughs> but I mean the reason why I guess I'm giving it to him if you if you watch the game mm-hmm. like these routes that he's running, he's moving. So fast, but it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. Right. I mean, he is running by these guys like three strides and I'm out. I mean, I seen him break on a post corner 
on Williams. Um, and, and that cornerback, I'm not going to lie, Williams is a good corner. He doesn't really get spun around like that. Number 38 for the Packers mm-hmm. with the dreads. He don't get spun around like that. And Goodwin put Jamal him in the spin cycle. Jamal Williams old. He is old, but I, I'm not. I'm, but I won't take away from him that. He, I mean, he's a vet. He's a vet. Like I'm just. It just. He he made it look track. so easy. Tyreek ran track too. He did run track. He did run track. But I mean, Goodwin ran in the Olympics. Yeah, but that's what Goodwin's focus was. Yeah, like his yeah. Tyreek just wanted to play football. Track. That's that's the one thing I'm looking at. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh well, Goodwin would blow by Tyreek. I wouldn't say that, but in a race, I, I would put some cash on on Goodwin. I'd like to see. And, it. and if I, I lost that like money, I would gladly lose that money. Yeah, and have a problem with that'd that. Be fire. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Those are the kind of things they need to do with the Pro Bowl, though. That's what they used to have. That remember the quarterback, yeah, the quarterback challenge. Those were dope. Those was fun. That's when they had the little. Uh, the, the golf carts would drive across the field, and then they would throw the ball with the blue chalk. Yeah. They could do like a... A distance throw who throws the longest. That, yes, they could do for Best like... hands. For like the D-linemen could do like a tug of war, like different D-line squads. Or they could do an obstacle course. Yeah. I like obstacle courses. They're fun. That kind of show would be fun, man. That would make people want to watch a Pro Bowl, actually. See, yeah. And they need to keep it in Orlando. Yeah. Don't move it to Hawaii. Well, that's why they stopped doing it because they used to do this shit on the on the beach and then, like, players were fucking their knees up, like, at the Pro Bowl because they're playing, like, beach football. And yeah, beach football is not the move for any smart. professional athlete. <laughs> yeah. You can work out on the beach, but you don't need to be playing no games on the beach. Don't tear your shit up. What? It ain't coming back the same at all. But, yeah, man, I mean, that's... And then shit, even the game, like, I'd even be interested in seeing, like, instead of, like, regular, do, like, for flag, you could do, like, a flag football game in addition to this shit with, like, legends involved Celebrities. In Celebrities and legends. They already do those. But not at the Pro Bowl, Bowl though. Mm-hmm. That's not, like, one of the official, like, events, though. I don't be seeing that shit. They do. I know what he means. They do do it in the community, but it's not, like... It's not like on ESPN or like an official NFL no, event. No, they, they make that part of the shit. Like how it's like how the celebrity game's part of, you know, the NBA all-star break and stuff. Oh, and uh, baseball does well, that too. They did yeah. it last year, bro. Really? I don't remember that, bro. They did a flag football game last year. Did they? Remember? Yeah. Right, Lamar was in that shit. Um, I think Tyreek Hill was in it. Are you sure? I feel like you know what you're talking about now. That's I'm gonna. They know. definitely did one last year. Around the time, I think it was around the time. I'm looking it up. Right. Mm, I don't see anything yet, but I will find it. All right. Well, in the meanwhile, it probably did happen though. It's just uh, easy so Drew Brees has an opportunity to uh, continue making history this season. Um, if he gets a win this week, he will become the third player in NFL history to beat all 32 teams. Yep, along with Brett Favre and Peyton Manning. Correct. And at the same time, he gets to be, I think, one of like five quarterbacks to have over 500 touchdown passes. Tom ain't beat every team yet? No. Who he ain't beat? That's a good question. Who the fuck is Tom Brady not beating? Uh, the Patriots. 
Drew Brees got drafted. Tom to Brady the, hasn't beaten the Patriots. Yeah, Drew yeah. Brees didn't get drafted to the Saints. No, he got drafted Chargers. to the Chargers. And he played. He beat played the, the yeah. He beat the Saints when he got the Chargers. Well, I'll take that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's the only reason Brady hasn't. Peyton Manning, <laughs> so yeah, and Brett Favre. Yeah. They all played their oh, former teams. They all left. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, that nigga's lame. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stay with one team, man. But all the stuff, man, all the stuff he's accomplished, and the man, you snap. All the stuff he's accomplished, and the man still has never won MVP. So Drew Drew Brees has never won an NFL MVP, bro. Short niggas don't get no love. I'm gonna say this. This is this is my theory. All right, here's why I think Drew Brees hasn't won an NFL MVP. I think not only. Is his team's like quarterback not there? But also, if you really think about it, Drew Bleed, uh, please. Drew Bleed, Bleed, Drew Brees plays for New Orleans. And if you want to, if you want to be honest, if you want to keep it a buck, um, New Orleans isn't necessarily a. Football hotbed. Mm-hmm. If if you want to if you want to keep it that way, if you look at some of the NFL MVPs, a lot of them have come from like bigger football communities. Um, I think that unfortunately too, Drew Brees got hot when there was a whole bunch of other quarterbacks that were as hot or hotter. And I think the year that he should have won, Aaron Rodgers ended up winning it. And they both had some pretty comparable numbers. Um, But I guess, like, question for y'all is, as a quarterback, as a Hall of Fame quarterback, do you think you absolutely have to win an NFL MVP to be a Hall of Fame quarterback? No. 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 I mean, I feel like a lot of the the reasons Drew Brees didn't get it is because – He's had all these great years, but there always just happened to be somebody who did better that year. It also make you, it also make you first ballot. Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like since he didn't win an MVP, being the NFL's all-time leading passer is going to be that thing that gets him to be a first ballot. You know, like that'll be the. Yeah, you didn't get an MVP, but uh, you are number one <laughs> in this category. For real, like so. That's gonna make you first ballot right there. Yeah, so I think he's straight. I mean, I, 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 if he's not first ballot, something is very, very wrong. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, man, I, I really hope it doesn't become. I really hope it has nothing to do with it being like this. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This pageant award, and 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 Drew Brees doesn't quote unquote fit the look of an NFL MVP. I read that somewhere, and I was like, what? There's a look now for an NFL MVP. I was like, I don't, I don't know about that one there. Honestly, I feel like he's everything you would look for in an MVP. He's a family man. He's, you know, got his kids on the field when that moment happened. He's always been, you never hear any bad shit about him. He's your like model. What's the word I'm looking for? Model citizen? Yeah, as far as NFL You want to know the most important well. reason why he should be NFL? Why he actually should have been NFL MVP a long time ago? Why? The number one thing out of all that you just said, mm-hmm. he wears Wrangler jeans. Boom. America. Brett Favre. 
from Brett Favre. Um, all right. Tell me one NFL MVP you know that doesn't wear Wrangler jeans. Brady. That's a lie. Brady wears Wrangler Hell jeans. Hell nah. Giselle's not letting a man wear no fucking Wranglers. <laughs> Fuck no. Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson easily wears regular jeans. He, yeah, beats he also his, beats his kids. He beats his kids. <laughs> All kid beaters wear Wrangler jeans. Okay. Wow. All right. This is going left. Bray really Rice probably wearing some big Wranglers when he punched his back on shit. All right. So. <laughs> they either wear Wranglers or wear Jinko jeans. Oh, my God. Or uh, Bugle Boys. I don't even know how to successfully transition this. Speaking uh, of beaters. What? Someone's a little beat up. <laughs> and it's Deshaun Watson. Oh, wow. Yeah, who, beat, who beat him up? <laughs> so. <laughs> it was salted you, young man. <laughs> so it's no secret that uh, Deshaun has struggled so far this year. You said it's not a secret? Right. Child. But apparently, news. <laughs> apparently he's been playing hurt. Um, That's what they all say. Partially collapsed lung. Broken rib. Please. Please, nigga. That's what? Life or death. Ain't it? (laughs) Please. We have players that finish games with busted spleens. Yeah, but she don't need that little shit. It's CTE. Oh, damn. Why did you have to bring up those three letters, bro? CTE. That's not what I'd rather have. CTE is like HIV to the NFL. It is. Literally. It is. No jokes. They just need somebody to beat it. Like no magic. jokes, all smoke. Yeah, but your lung ain't about to fucking give the fuck out, stop him from breathing. No, nah, I'm just playing that. It's very serious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very but serious. I don't see him as like being out though. I think is is he out? This I don't think he's out. No, this he week. he declared. He said himself in a in the interview that he he's healthy. You might need to rest up, bit out. Yeah, y'all are trash anyway. Who they play this week? This week they. Play. Somebody trash. I hope it's somebody trash. They play the Jags. Oh, never yeah. mind. Anybody worried about them? Ain't nobody worried about the Jaguars? No. I have a real big. For them, might be might be. I back have a theory that the Jags don't even make the playoffs this year. It's possible. We need to stop hyping that defense up because that quarterback is still who he is. Yeah, you're right. You you are right about that. Hey, you want to know what they call that? Where I'm from, bro. A hot take. Speaking of, speaking of not making the playoffs, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still without Le'Veon Bell. But it's week seven when Le'Veon said he was supposed to report. Let me tell you why. And yeah, they've they've hurt. They've not even heard. Let me from tell you. Him. Let me tell you this abstract theory. Are you ready for this? I'm listening, bro. Check me out. Let me ask you a question before I even finish anything. Let's say. Home run! Red Sox. J.D. Martinez, baby. I think he went to he went to school down here, South Florida. All I right. can't remember the school. So ask though. us a question before you forget. Um, no, I'm not gonna forget. So let's say, for example, Alfred Verlander, you had a job, and you had the ability to go get potentially a better job, and somebody takes your position in there. It's an interim. And they're doing a great job. Would you come back? No. 
Would you come back? Doing be- are they doing better than I was? They're doing just as good. Compar- comparably, in, in some cases, some people might say better. I got I'm not coming back. Yeah, probably not. Because then what if I don't do as good as he was just doing? And you lose value. Yeah, now, that's true. Now, James Conner has been balling. This is true. Yeah, don't come over here and not ball. He's been balling. And the thing about it is, is let's let's think about let's think about is that another one? Oh, I was about to say. Let's let's look at it like this, fellas. We gotta look at the bigger picture here. Okay. We're talking about the city of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The Steelers. Known for their hard work. Known for their blue-collar background. Let's talk about running styles real quick. Who do you think fits the city of Pittsburgh better? Le'Veon Bell's running style or Connor's running style? Connor. Let's be let's keep it a buck, bro. He's he's beloved right now. And remember where Connor went to school at. Connor went to school at the God bless you. Thank you. At the University of Pittsburgh. God bless you. Nephew. You understand? Nice, I like that one. <laughs> so now you have yourself in a situation. I'm leaving you on Bell and I'm sitting back and I'm watching Connor. Mind you, this is my dog too. Right. Because because it's it's come out now that Connor and Le'Veon are actually good friends. Right. I'm watching my dog ball the hell out right now. And I did say I was gonna come back, but he's balling. Yeah, he can have it. He can have it. Take it, bro. Like you know I'm not. About to get, you know you about to get you get a check. You, get you a check, time. dog. Like I'm. I'm but he here needs to play to get him that check. I'm not gonna lie to you, Le'Veon. I'm not. You going I don't think. I don't check you about. You I don't think so. You don't play at all. I think a trash team would give him a check. I think a trash team would take that chance and and put money in on the check for him. I would. I I wouldn't come back because the thing about it is, is I'm here saying that I'm advocating, right? I'm advocating for everybody to get a check. Earl Thomas just got hurt, and you see what I said. I said, I'm going to be the bad guy for everybody. Now, why would I come back, ruin Connor's check? I still got to get warmed up, so my first game ain't going to be five. Oh. So I already know the Boo Birds going to come out, and, let's be, and the team ain't doing that good. And let's be clear, Le'Veon could just as easily actually return, and then before the game, I don't know, my knee hurt. I don't know. I don't think I could play today, coach. Right. My knee's not feeling too good. Exactly. Or, ah, uh, sick. I got flu-like symptoms. Right. And, and and I mean, it's it's a lot of things. He's in a very delicate position right now. Because, I mean, let's be real. The last couple of victories the Steelers have had is because they're running the ball. Let's, 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 keep, it, let's keep it a buck, bro. You got to be able to run the ball or else your receiver, Juju and, and, and Antonio, ain't going to take off the way you think they are. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to happen. Antonio is a great one-on-one player. But when you bracket him, that's a different beast. Yeah. Let's go. Let me get my points. Yes, sir. Um. So. Yeah, they have just been giving the ball to Connor. That's they have. Yeah. He's he's had like a ton load of carries. Yeah, he's he's, he's at catches. Really? Yeah. No, like like he's he's playing really good football. They got Stephen Ridley. And he's playing. Damn, this score is 27-3 in the beginning of the second quarter. Not only is he playing good football, and not only is he the feature back, but I mean, the way that he runs, to be honest with you, I'm going to give you another abstract thought. Mm-hmm. As a lineman, I appreciate Connor. Because even though Le'Veon Bell is a very successful running back, think about how much longer I got to hold my blocks for this patient ass running back to find the right hole to get through. Whereas Connor just 
fun in that bitch though. I mean, he do. He definitely do. But shoot, I would, as a lineman, I would much rather hold my block for three seconds on a run play versus eight or nine. Just keeping it real. I'm out of there. And I know he's right behind me. He blazed on them. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was cover three. Emmanuel Sanders, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, Peterson. You're mm-hmm. the only good one there. That sucks. Yeah, so I don't I don't know if Flavion comes back for the season, fam. I, I don't. Unless some freak accident occurs, I think he's gonna sit it out because he just wants a check. I don't uh, even think he's concerned about a Super Bowl or anything like that. So if a trash team throws no. some money at him, because there are some trash teams that could really use a running back right now. Mm-hmm. Honestly. There are some trash teams that could really, really use a running back and got money to blow. They got money to blow. Um. So the Oakland Raiders. The Oakland Raiders. No, they're just the Oakland Raiders. Have reported. I'll take it back. Have reportedly put Amari Cooper on the trade block. That was coming. And then all of a sudden, Amari Cooper got a concussion. He got put to sleep on Sunday. I don't but, think he was playing as hard. I, um, I think I think that was coming, bro. But we we low key predicted that. I don't think we ever did it on air. But I feel like off air we knew he was. Gonna yeah, clean house. Um, he's cleaning house. He's cleaning house. I mean, Cooper hasn't really shown his worth at all uh, since his first season. Really, you first, garbage nigga. First season, and then I almost he had a good second season too. Because you wearing that blue ass eighty nine. You want me to keep it Ooh, real with you? Nah, you not Steve Smith, nigga. I don't Take think I don't think it's so much that Cooper hasn't shown his worth. I personally feel like Cooper is not a number one. He's not. He's not a feature receiver. Valid. They put him in the slot. You can put him at the number two, but you got to put him with somebody else who not can command like- some kind of respect so he can get that one on one. Since since the I last, like he's been in them situations. You got Martavius. You got Jordy. They still still not balling. They still double him though. They still bracket him. Because, I mean, to be honest with you, Martavis, Martavis isn't a threat unless he's going vertical. And they haven't used him vertical with Oakland. Let's let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. Um, Jordy is a shell of who he used to be. So, shit, I'm going, oh, I'm going to double up. I mean, that's exactly the reason why the Raiders was able to make so much progress for Jordy against the Dolphins. We were watching that game up close. They uh, doubled the shit and, out of Cooper. And the Raiders' offense has been playing pretty, with the exception of this past week, the Raiders' offense was a top five offense, like statistically. Without Marty Cooper balling. Right. I mean, Trash. but then we've had some injuries to our offensive line, which allowed this kind of collapse that we had this yeah, they're gonna trade Cooper. Cooper, kind of Cooper's gonna ask for too much money. Yeah, he's not producing. Well, this is yeah, this is his so. contract year. So oh, yeah, yeah, if he asks for two, yeah, the door. Yeah, so hey man, let me get some be, nuts. It might be a good idea to trade him. See if they can get some for him. They're wanting a first. I don't think they're gonna get a first for him. A first round pick for Amari yeah. Cooper? Maybe a third. Yeah. Yikes. Um. Yeah, so one thing I wanted to ask you guys, um, you know, no. we've complained a lot about the new rules that have been happening and everything, but kind of what we've had as a result of these new rules, which really affect the defense, is that we're seeing a lot more high scoring games, a lot more shootouts. So I'm wondering, do these new rules actually make the games more exciting and fun to watch? 
Because for me, I'm kind of torn because, I mean, I like seeing shootouts, but I miss the big hits. Like, that was one of my favorite parts of the game. It is my favorite part of the game. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Niggas get smacked. All right, you guys are saying it from a personal perspective, and I, I respect that. That's what you're supposed to do, niggas. But say, what do you think, man? From a general perspective... How are you going to make a general perspective right now? Because it'll make sense, big dog. Oh, they hurt him. You didn't have a general body meeting to make this general perspective. How do you know I didn't have a general body meeting? When did you have this general body meeting? Before I got here. That's why I was late. I don't know. I did. Because you was at football practice. No, I had a game today. Um, There's no school tomorrow. So, anyway, that's that's in the story for offline. Um, Listen... Chicks dig the long ball, okay? They do. They dig the long ball. They like big balls. Um, see, see, why'd you have to take it there? Sorry. Now take it back. <laughs> so, I feel like the games are definitely faster paced. We're seeing shorter games, mm-hmm. which I mean, to be honest, let's let's be real. We we do enjoy shorter games. Um, and oh, I don't know. You like I've longer? Seen a lot of overtimes. I've oh seen yeah, we're seeing a lot more overtimes. Halted because niggas is out true. trying to figure out what these dumbass penalties they calling are. I've seen too many flags for bullshit. Not even reviewing to see if the flag they throw is a legit flag or not. They're reviewing plays to see if they even gonna throw a flag on it or not. But even with that, the games are still shorter mm. by average. I don't know if that's because of the rule. Well, they're doing a lot. They're throwing the ball a whole lot more now, too. With a lot of these new rule changes, so you got to understand, like, it's in and out. Mm-hmm. It's either you're throwing the ball down the field and you're making plays and you're moving the ball or you're doing a four and out and you're sitting your ass down. You. Not running the ball. And contrary to popular belief, people are like, well, running the ball makes the game shorter because of the pace, the clock continuously runs or whatever. But I think, like, when you're throwing, 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 somebody's going to get tired. So you're going to end up using all the seconds in your clock regardless. So, well, in your play clock regardless. Um, I just think that, yeah, we do want to see more defensive games, but the higher scoring games get good ratings. They do. Like, the Chiefs-Patriot game was five because it was 43-40. to 40. I don't think we get the same reaction if it was, like, 14-10. to 10. It was just a defensive, just battle. Right. We would sit there and be like, I mean, shit, it was a good game, but, I mean, where were the points? Shit, if they were smacking each other, we would. But they're not smacking each other. Well, they can't. It's been a long, long time since we've been able to see two defenses do that and, and get at each other. When's the last time we really could enjoy a game like that? 2005? I feel you. It's just, it's just a new time. And we kind of got to respect the, where, where they're going with it. You think this is bad? I feel like it's going to start getting to a point where teams are easily averaging 40 points a game. Honestly. It's getting close. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys ready to get into the picks? Yeah. All right. So... To recap, um, I think I'd be prepared. Okay. So last week, um, I, Nels, 
It was good. You went nine and six. Ouch. Uh, Dylan and I both went eight and seven. Ouch. You all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that brings the totals to Nels is in first place, 53 and 38. I'm in second, 51 and 40. Dylan's in third, 49 and 42. So we'll start things off. Thursday night football, we all picked the Broncos against the Cardinals. Uh, we took the Broncos in that. Um, so on Sunday, we have the 3-3 three and three Titans at the 4-2 and two Chargers. This game is in London. Mm. You know these London games can be funny. So the 3-3 three and three Titans, 4-2 and two Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers. I think Bosa might be coming back this week. And that Titans offensive line. That's what I read. So I'm, I'm going Chargers in this game. No, Bosa's out right now. Too. Still? Yeah. I don't know what Chargers regardless. Titans have a shorter flight. Which should give them an opportunity, which should give them an edge. But they're doing so bad, I don't even think it matters. So Chargers. Okay. The two, three, and one Browns at the two and three Bucks. This is another tough one for me. Um, yeah, this one is tough. Who's starting at quarterback still? Jameis. Jameis? Mmm. Uh, uh, I think they're going to award East this game. Not the Browns. Even though they got hurt ass niggas. Um, I think I'm also going Browns. Carlos Hyde should have a game. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too confident in the Bucks, so I'll go Browns. This ain't got no defense. Uh, we have the 3-2 and two Panthers. At the three and three Eagles. Last week, I mean, the Eagles kind of looked like they had their mojo back. Granted, it was against the Giants, so might be speaking a little too soon there. Uh, Carolina hoping to bounce back after that loss to Washington, but they're on the road in Philly. I got the Eagles. Eagles are so hurt defensively. Mm-mm-mm. It's at Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to Panthers. Philly, Philly. The three, two, and one Vikings at the three and three Jets. This game actually has a potential to be really close because mm-hmm. the Vikings defense is not popping right now. And Anderson and Powell and Crowell have been going off these past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. There's really bad defense against bad defense. This is like Ever Patriots versus Chiefs Jr. Ever seen Griffin still out? Viking. I'm still thinking. I think I'm going to go Jets. 
haven't seen it. I don't know what's still out. I'm going to go Vikings. The 2-3 and three Lions at the 4-2 and two Dolphins. The Lions. Something about this humidity. I'm going to go Dolphins. Ugh. Staff. For Dolphins. Oh, wait. And Ryan Tannehill is out again this week. Too, oh, man. shoot. Nope. Bro, that's why no, bro, because I didn't get to renege, bro. You did. I gave you that one time. No, you reneged already. No, when? You reneged already, bro. I never have. You reneged last week. You said never mind because of something. You said you did the same exact You weren't even here last week. How well, two weeks ago, I mean. Yeah, last time I came. That, yes, you did. Yes, you did. You reneged already before. You ain't no reneging again. Sorry, no. Because you tried me. <laughs> Dolphins won. You ain't let me read. I mean, not the Dolphins won. The the Gators game, you didn't let me renege on that. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Did you not see my checks? Um, we can go back. I can show you the papers. Oh, you gave me the Dolphins? Yeah, he, he did. The uh, Gators. Gators, yes. He did. He, he definitely did. I'd be talking shit to you. All right, go ahead. Renege. Yeah. Lines. Okay. That Brock Osweiler pieces you. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that shit. Uh, the 4-2 Patriots at the 3-2 and two Bears. This is some trash. Who? Patriots at Bears. Ooh, that's going to be a good game. You know that? Mm-hmm. Um, Patriots, though. Yeah, I got the Patriots, too. <laughs> After being the Chiefs, they had a high right yeah. now. Uh, two and four Bills at one and five Colts. Um, the Colts. Bills are on, like, their fifth quarterback, so I'm going with the Colts. Colts got to get this one. They're due one. Yeah. Three and three Texans at three and three Jaguars. I'm going Jaguars. Jags just ain't doing it for me right now. And I feel like if Watson can get healthy, if he's actually healthy and he can play. Let me say Deshaun. Let me say the Texans. Like what which Blake Bortles are we gonna get this week? I don't care. I don't want none of them. <laughs> Is for that back? No. Nope. Oh, Texans. That's why they haven't been scoring over shit. The four and one Saints at the four and two Ravens. This could be a good game too. Great game. Great uh, game. I'm rolling with the Saints though. Even though Saints. ooh, the Ravens are at home, but yeah, I'm gonna go Saints. Gotta go Saints. They're on a roll too. They're they're not gonna have any answers for Thomas. And you got the two headed monster of Ingram and, and Kamara, which I think Kamara's gonna go off. Ingram gonna take a seat for this Kamara's game. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, go Ravens. The 3-3 Cowboys at the 3-2 Redskins. Mm. Um, Cowboys had a good game last week, but I don't think they're going to sustain it this week. I have them losing to the Redskins in Washington. I'm going to go Cowboys. I'm going to go Cowboys. Because I'm a cowboy, baby. The six and a Rams at the one and five 49ers. Upset alert. Yeah, but. But I got the Rams. But that's uh, uh, upset alert. Sunday night football. The four and two Bengals at the five and one Chiefs. I like the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yeah, the Chiefs. That's going to be a real good game. Yeah. And he thought might go off. I'm going to say Ella Chefs. And okay. don't might go off. And then Monday Night Football, the one and five Giants at the two and four Falcons. Devontae Freeman's on the IR. 
Uh, Are you ready for some football? Yeah. Yeah, the Falcons just have no weapons at this point. I'm going to eat trash. So, yeah, I'm going Giants as well. Jesus. Julio, you trash. Who trash? Julio. Julio? Boy, I got no touchdowns. Whoa. Yeah. Giants, bro. <laughs> All right. That Tom really got six song. touchdowns. And he hurt. Julio got zero. <laughs> and now he hurt. Sanu got like three. Julio got zero. Zero. El Cero. Cero. Oh, Ain't no double team killing you like that. We're moving to the M L B. The M A L A B A. The Moob. The middle linebacker, if you will. The Moob. Major League Baseball. So we've got, we're pretty much here at the championship series. The ALCS and the NLCS. And in the National League, you've got the Brewers going against the Dodgers. Um, I believe that series is tied right now, if I'm not mistaken. No, the Dodgers are up. Dodgers are up? What? Yep. Three, Three two. two. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, so. <clears throat> seven. I think it's going to go to seven as well. I feel like Brewers are a better team, but Dodgers just have this explosive offense that is just ready to go off at any time. Dodgers are going to pull it out. Um, I hope oh, so. they might. Oh, I would love to see the Dodgers against the Red Sox because both of those teams are actually my teams. Um, but for some awkward reason, I feel like it's going to be Brewers Sox. I'm not sleeping on the Astros, but Astros, you slept. Red Sox are playing great baseball. Great win, great win yesterday. Um, Benintendi did what he had to do. He scored two runs and then caught that clutch behind end of uh, end of game out, which easily easily if it would have dropped, they probably would have ended up losing. So super shout out to to Ben Attendi on that one. Have you guys been watching the games? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of the series so far? Let's talk about the NLCS first. I ain't Dodgers Brewers. That. I haven't watched that one. You haven't watched it at all. Uh, I've been watching the Red Sox. One. You've been watching the ALCS. Yeah. The NLCS has actually had more, mm, more dramatic moments, I would have to say. It's been more dramatic moments. The games are a little closer. Um, but, I mean, in my, in my point of view, this easily could have been 2-2. Or it could have been 3-1 Brewers. Or, I mean, 3-2 Brewers. Um, but it's really just been, it's been that close. Um, what do you guys think of the ALCS? It's good. I'm not a fan of the uh, the MLB's playoff uh, formatting. What do you mean? I think they need to go to how the NBA is now, where they do two two one 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 as opposed to two three two. Mm. So I feel like a three game stretch at home is all that's that's an unfair advantage to be honest. It, it's a little deadly. But, I mean, if you're a better team and you're able to get through that three-game stretch, I mean, you have two at home. Yeah, but... Uh, you just I have to win one on the road. Because you got the last two at home. Uh, one at home, one on the road. Gets you two back at the crib. That you could win. Uh, 
fucks with the two two one one one. I like the two two one 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 too, but I mean, MLB is probably looking at traveling and all the other extraness, or maybe they just want to keep it traditional. I would go with option B. But um, for having games every day, that's why uh-huh. they'd have to skip. They'd have to skip a couple of days for travel. Day. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I'll take that. I'll take that. But yeah, man. I mean, the World Series is right around the corner. I I feel like we're gonna see completely different games. Like I feel like if the Brewers play the Astros, that'll be a more defensive minded, strategic game. If you have the Brewers against the Red Sox, it'll be the Brewers' um, bullpen and their pitching and defense versus the crazy offense of the Red Sox. If you have the Dodgers Red Sox, you have offense versus offense, and anything's possible at that point. And if it's Astros Dodgers, then it's just a rematch of last year's World Series. So I mean, I I don't think you lose with any matchup. It just depends on what you want to see. For me, in the kind of baseball that I like to see, um, I'm always gonna say Red Sox Dodgers because I love watching offense. But this Astros Red Sox series and all the strategy that's going with it, because the Astros are more known for their defense and their pitching, like seeing the the back and forth action and what the managers are doing to kind of keep the game on their at their advantage is very interesting so i would not mind seeing brewers go against the astros or brewers going against the red sox so i I think you got four distinct styles of baseball and uh i mean i'm looking forward to seeing which two make it to the world series that's my update fellas well we already know one socks oh word so we're trying to see who's gonna go against the red sox you know, I'm I'm like a it's the fucking socks, dude. You gotta, you gotta remember, I'm a fan that's that year after year is lost to the Yankees and yeah, had well, his heart broken year after year after year. So I always, I'm I'm always gonna be that fan. Well, I'm gonna just wait until it's over. Well, they're not facing the Yankees here. This is true. They're facing the Astros. Astros. Well, they were facing the Astros. Huh. And now they're just waiting on their opponent. Huh. Show me my opponent. Show me my opponent. Did you notice Wayne was eating something? Or pretending to eat something in his little track? Yeah, it's because... A lot of people don't even peep that. He's Wayne, This man bro. was legit pretending to eat something. Wayne's Wayne. That's how you do. <clears throat> so, we're going to move right along to the N-B-A. The N-A... B A A A the button 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 You alright, sir? We tried to extend it but for you. Oh Nice. Nice. So I just wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions pertaining to the NBA. No. Right, Moving great. right along. Moving right along <laughs> to the end. So, you know, there's a new sneaker rule now. And I don't know if you guys knew. You can wear whatever you want. You can wear whatever you want. But back in the day, you had to wear a shoe according to the color scheme of your team. And it had to have, like, majority white and majority black. Or you got fined. 
like, um, for example, the Air Jordan 1s, the black and red ones, they're called Band because since it didn't go with the rest of the team's color scheme, the NBA banned it, and Nike was paying, like, I think $3,000 a game. So what they did was they showed a commercial of Jordan dribbling a basketball, and it scrolled all the way down to his shoe, and then it just went bad. Damn. And they said the sales went through the roof. So now NBA players are allowed to wear any style of shoe, any color they want, at any point in time. They That's fire. They about me sweat. So, would you call the NBA the most stylish league in sports? Easily. Easily. Well, soccer soccer be spazzing nowadays, too. Soccer is definitely got its stylish moments. For sure. Swaggy like shit. And they swaggy more with the hairs and... The tattoos. Tats. They added. Tat game crazy. Most of these NFL players got their soccer cleats. They're not. Oh, easily. <laughs> hey, did y'all see Scary Terry's tattoo on the back of his head? The 317? Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Because he was born on March 17th. Oh, wow. And he says that anytime he happens to like look at the clock or look at the game clock or see what time it is, he always ends up looking at Instead of like an 11-11 thing, he always catches it at 317. That's lit. So he decided to get it on the back of his whole head. Why not? Sure. Cool. If that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do, Cub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say the NBA is the coolest league? I, I think so. I think that goes along with them being as progressive as they are with them being the coolest league. Hey, man, shout out to their commissioner, though. Yeah. Adam Silver is the man. Shout yeah. out to AI. Yeah. You started, yeah. You started this. Yeah. Ever since Practice? You, ever since you stepped over, motherfucker. you brought your ass on that court. Practice? We talking about Practice? The corn rolls and the baggy shorts and the tats. Even that. But you want to know what's even crazier? Do you know that Jordan was looked at crazy because he extended the shorts just to the knees? That's funny. And then Allen Iverson made it longer. You know what's crazy? Yeah, I said, fuck off. It's funny we brought up Allen Iverson. This uh, this past week on Monday Night Raw, it was in Philly. And like they did a whole segment where they brought up that that thing. Like Tr- like Trish and Lita were out there, and Alexa Bliss was like, "Oh, you guys haven't wrestled in this many years. You guys need practice." And they're like, "Practice? You seen you're talking about practice?" Uh, and I was like, "Oh, that's funny because they're Philly. That's cool. That's, that's hilarious, actually. That's pretty hilarious. You realize? Oh, you realize that the short shorts are coming back now. And they swaggy, bro. I like them. Bring them back. I'm a fan. Them thigh highs, bit. I'm a huge fan. Hell yeah, do it. Cause them niggas about to be cute with it. Wear these little compression shorts oh, yeah. and shit and do all this extra shit. Five. Pure five. Aiden doing that shit already. Who, Who doing that? DeAndre Aiden. Oh, that's probably just because he's just big as hell. He's tall as hell. LeBron, <laughs> LeBron shortened his shorts too. They showed a side-by-side picture from LeBron's rookie year to now, and he got them big old shorts that go down to freaking oh, calves. Man, they, hold, they used to be out there in white tees. and What? And corner store tees and <laughs> cut-off sleeves. A-Rabs? <laughs> That's lit. He was out there in motherfucking Saiyan gear at one point. So, jerseys. here's what I think is going to be a fallout to this new rule change. So, Kyle Kuzma becomes the first... NBA player, if I'm not mistaken, might be the first athlete to sign with a resale company. 
What is that? Okay, so a resale company is um, GOAT, for example. You can look it up as GOAT Sneaker Resale. So how it works is it's a legitimate way to buy shoes that were already bought from resale. So, for example, there might be these like $500 shoes, but if you have the right size and you find the right shoe, you can get them off GOAT for like $125. Now, So it's almost like, like an eBay for shoes. An eBay for shoes. It's like a mixture of eBay, offer up, and let go. Okay. All in one. I see. I see what you're saying. So the thing about it is when I heard about it, I was like, so how in the world does this endorsement work for Kuzma? Well, Kuzma is going to get all of their rare sneakers or all of their high detailed sneakers that they get on the resale. So the best part about it is, is since he's signed to that sneaker brand, the contract pretty much is going to say he can wear whatever brand he wants because it belongs to GOAT. So he can wear Jordans. He can wear Nikes. He can wear Reeboks. He could wear adidas whatever shoes he feels like wearing for that week if the goats got it he can wear it oh he about to be fine on that court man so they're saying he might challenge pj tucker as the kick king for this year's nba season because you know pj tucker's been snapping Mm -hmm. pj tucker actually this season he wore um already this season in one game he wore three sneakers that's excessive three sneakers all rarities. Uh, let me see. Give me a second, fellas. I'm here with y'all. But PJ Tucker has sneakers that you're just not gonna see. Like, period. I've only seen them take. <coughs> I've only seen Kyle Kuzma wear the Nikes, though. Well, yeah, he's wearing Nikes, but I, I think he's gonna end up wearing like more. But you know, for example, oh, last yeah. season PJ Tucker spent twenty. $200,000 on shoes. $200,000 on shoes. I wish. Game. Oh, I wish I could do that. Why? I just had the ability to. I would, I would never. For what? So, PJ Tucker wore Nike Kobe ones signed by Kobe Bryant. Here's the picture right here. Wow. What a guy. Then he wore the OG Air Jordan 14s. Not the new ones that came up, but the old retros. Then he wore the Air Jordan 5 PSGs, the Neymar Johns. Which were specifically given to friends and family of PSG team members. That's crazy. So he's already taken off on y'all boys, but... Here's a cool thing that I wanted to show y'all while I went on this site. Look at all these different shoes that these guys wore for the first, for their first game. Look how cool that is. Yeah, that's dope. That's my favorite part about the sneaker rule is the fact that like these guys are really like showing their individuality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like they got their they got shoes that belong to just them. Right. And I think that's that's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. They can get custom shoes done. They can, and, and then on top of that, it puts like a lot of custom shoemakers on the map because now they could just hit them up on Instagram and be like, yo, I specifically made these shoes for you. I'd be honored if you wore them once. And they can now. So it's, it's pretty cool. I like that whole idea. That idea is dope. So moving forward, and let's talk about some serious business. So, you know, we've got New Look Lakers, a New Look Rockets. 
not really new look, but I mean, they got mellow, so I guess it's new mm-hmm. look. You got the Celtics, who are pretty much full force right now. And you've got the Warriors, which they're also, oh, they were already at full force, but they already got, they got a guy that's coming back in a couple of months is going to put them over the top. Who's that right now? Boogie? Boogie. Boogie ain't coming back until after All-Star break, I believe, or at the least, like, December. Yeah, that's how bad they don't need you right now. Yeah, so my question for y'all is, what are some early season outlooks? Do you have any, like, crazy hot takes? Anything that you're looking forward to for the season, the young season? Early, too early outlooks, anyway. Don't ask me that shit. Honestly, to me, none of this even matters until February for me. Yeah, but don't ask me that shit. Why so? It's about to be your second Football game. season. Basketball doesn't become relevant until after football season. Uh, I'm a Florida boy. That's just... No, yeah, thanks for taking a shit on my whole segment. Appreciate it. No, um, no so listen. Listen. <laughs> I wasn't done. I was just saying. I was saying what happens, that was my short way of saying, what happens early on in the season, I feel like a lot of times because of how many games and everything, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter because I, it's not until after All-Star break that people start playing for something, I feel like. Well, and that's, that's the reason why I brought up the new look teams. I feel like basketball has definitely been like that but i think because we've got so many new players who are starting and so many new teams that have so many things that they got to figure out i think the first half of the season does matter like for example you have a team like the celtics and now it's funny because i was actually talking to my dad about this shout out to my dad um he's actually one of our more loyal listeners um but the thing is like boom Celtics beat the 76ers by 18 points. And they beat them by 18 points. However, Gordon Hayward and Kyrie Irving went 7 for 27. Which a lot of people are looking at it and like, well, that's great. That's fantastic. Like, they snapped. But if you think about it, if you run it back, you do not want your team to go into anything towards the end of the season with your two main guys going seven for 27. It sounds good, and it probably won't happen, but they got to figure out how this offense is going to work because the way I look at it right now, this team is going to be – the Celtics is going to be one of those teams where either everybody's making it to the All-Star game or nobody's making it to the All-Star game because I can't see them having one consistent guy lead the team in scoring. One person gets hot. Then the next game, somebody else gets hot. Then the next game, somebody else gets hot. So, you know, it's a lot of different scenarios. Like, I'm looking forward to watching the Lakers play and watching them, how they develop. Because, realistically, people look at me crazy when I say this, but really listen to what I'm saying. I think this is the most physically talented team LeBron has had his whole career. Really? Yeah. It's not the smartest team. They don't have the highest basketball IQ. But if you want to talk about pure physical talent, physique, youth, athleticism, this is the best team LeBron has ever had. Mm. So, because you got to look at it, he's got Ingram, who is in his fourth year in the league, but he's 22 years old. You've got Kuzma, who's a beast in his own right. You've got um, Lonzo. Lonzo Ball, who now Lonzo can legitimately play shooting guard. 
And he's showing what he can do in the preseason. If you put him at shooting guard, he's free and he, he can shoot. He doesn't have the pressures of running a team. He could just run and play, right? You still got JaVale McGee. You got Rondo coming off the bench. You got... I forgot they had Rondo, Heike. You got Stevenson coming off the bench. And Rondo and Stevenson are athletes in their own right. I've been asking people this every time they disagree with me. Tell me a more physically talented, a more physical talented team that he's had. It can't be the Heat. Because he only had Bosch and Wade. Everybody else was just smart, gritty players. It can't be any Cavaliers team that he had. Kyrie's not necessarily an athlete. He's a ball player. And Kevin Love isn't an athlete either. He's a ball player. And we damn sure can't go to them early teams because we can't even name two people who are on those teams. Bitch. Delonte West. Shit. And we and you know why we name him? Sorry, LeBron. <laughs> so I'm intrigued to see, like, okay, now that you have all of this physical talent with you, like how like how far are you guys gonna go? Because you don't got the IQ. So when you're playing teams like the Warriors or the Rockets, or for example, tonight, when you're playing the Blazers. They won't get cooked. Yeah, like what's gonna happen? Okay. You know how are you gonna play? So I think because there's so many Lula teams and there's like players playing other places, I'm interested in that. I'm also interested to see the rookies who got hot during the playoffs or players that got hot during the playoffs. Are they gonna be hot during the season? What's Utah gonna do? True. Right? How's your boy gonna do? Donovan. D Mitch. How he gonna do? Right? So I mean I understand completely what you're saying as all of it's irrelevant till February, but I mean football is your main sport. That's your that's your thing. I know, I just started watching. Yeah, that's that that's your thing. So I feel like this season's probably gonna be the most interesting season since probably LeBron went to Miami which is awkward. Since LeBron went to Miami. Honestly. <clears throat> because there was a lot of player movement during that year too. It's not just about LeBron this year. There's a lot of different players in different places like High key, I forgot DeAndre Jordan went to Dallas. Like, very high key. I was watching the Dallas game because I wanted to see the rookie play. Um, Don Kitcher, however you say his name. And I watched him and he did a behind the back pass. I'm like, man, that boy looked like DeAndre Jordan. Wait, that's DeAndre Jordan. (laughs) I'm like, what? You know what I mean? And your um, your other boy, um, Atentacupo. He's got the world is watching him right now. How's he gonna perform? In his first game, he had 25, 15, and 5. And they won by one. And they won by one. Yeah. Because of him. You see what I'm saying? So like, like, they, the whole starting five like they got a good team over the there in Milwaukee, bro. Five went over double digits. And then you probably don't know 19. this guy because they weren't in the playoffs, but Atlanta had this German guy, this black German guy named Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. He went to OKC. So now he's starting in place of Westbrook because Westbrook is hurt. Oh, yeah. And he snapped. They played against the Warriors. The Warriors only won by seven against the Thunder. And Schroeder had like 21. He was cooking um, Curry for a little bit. They had to take Curry off that boy for like a couple of possessions. And I was like, oh, they know. They know what it is. So, I mean, I think I think this season is going to end up being really good. Um I feel like why well, I just seen does any of this matter till February? You're an asshole. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I love these agenda points. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like we've spoken about this already, but for you personally, I want to ask y'all this personally. 
what would be a good length NBA season for you guys? How many games do you think would work for you legitimately? 60. 60 some. 50 60 some. max. Okay, so if it's 60 max, you can't start now. So when does the season start? Am I the end of football? You can't do it at the end of football. Why? Because it, it, I feel like basketball should start running like in the fall, winter. For what? You're playing indoors. To coincide with college and high school. Because like college football coincides with the NFL. Yeah, but basketball doesn't even coincide with high school basketball. It, it does. No, it doesn't. High school basketball hasn't started yet. High school basketball is a shorter season, but it starts in the winter and ends before the spring even hits. It's a fall sport. Well, a winter to spring sport. It's like that weird tweener sport. That's what I'm saying. I would still start basketball towards the very end of football season. There's a whole gap of sports. There's nothing is happening. Why? Because basketball runs in the middle of football season. Like, not even the halfway point of football season, you already have regular season basketball. But then when basketball ends, we don't get football for another couple months. Agreed. What about you? Um, I mean, I agree with a lot of what he said, but um, damn, I forgot that. I forgot what I was gonna say. It's okay. Um, I I personally, I mean, I respect the eighty-two game season. Because I feel like certain sports are easier than other sports. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the easier the sport is to play, the more games you should play. Because, like, I mean, at the end of a sporting season, like, no offense, this is going to sound real selfish from my perspective, but I'm a fan. And I'm going to feel real mad if you're making millions of dollars, some of it off of me, because either I'm watching it on TV or I'm actually watching it live. And you're not ending the season tired as hell like I do when I'm done teaching. That's why I feel like if you shorten the games, you get way more competitive games. Every game really matters now. This is true. But, I mean, it's the same thing with baseball. But even though the games get competitive, is there really a drag? Like, I compare every season to, like, a football season. Like, people want to make it 18 games. I think 16 games is perfect. Because by the time you get to playoffs, these players are done. You can see it on their face. Like, they're pushing through it, but you can tell they're like, bro. Exactly. But in basketball, you don't see that. I think you do. Nah, basketball, you got niggas sitting. You got niggas vibing. You got niggas legit quitting in the middle of the games. You got niggas that shoot. Well, you got got coaches. You got coaches that sit them to rest them. Yeah, because you're dragging the season along. Like, they don't rest in the NFL to the last game. But they go dumb hard every single game up until then. And in the NBA, you just all throughout the season, you just got niggas just playing just to play. Then you got teams that get, you've been so trash all year, like you're not even nowhere near going to go to the playoffs. So y'all just started tanking. Look what the Bulls did last year. Them boys did not want to play basketball. They were definitely in the playoff line, and then they stopped hard. Niggas was like, so you think with sixty, you think with sixty games, it's gonna get more competitive? Now it's like you really gotta realize how quickly them sixty games. Are. Yeah, All Star break is gonna come like this within thirty games. We All Star break. 
Right. You know I mean? Now all of a sudden, boom, we have 30 more games until playoffs. It's like, oh, shit. I ain't got a little, that long-ass stretch. You ain't got that 15-game stretch so where you can just vibe. that shit right now. And then you have the playoffs. That damn near makes it 82 games right there. So you don't have to sit there and wait 82 games to be done just to get playoffs. Now you get the whole season worth of shit. I think we should just vote for Dylan Duyard for Board of Commissioners for that. For every sport. For every sport. Fuck it. Just go find work, bro. Like, why are you here? (laughs) I mean, I agree. I agree with everything that you're saying. I'm more of a traditionalist, so I don't mind 82 games. But I can definitely see a 60 game. It is a lot. Baseball's kind of crazy. 150? 162 games. Listen. 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 I got to keep it real with you, though. I got to keep it real with you, though. Even though it's 162 games and it is like a lot of hours because we're sitting here watching it, realistically, the longer games are like four or five hours, and that's four or five hours out of your day. And if you really watch, like, watch the game. That makes it how much, longer. But look, how much, how a much, year. how much athletic <laughs> energy do you waste? Yeah, you don't, game, you don't expect, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, how much energy. athletic energy do you waste for game? No, I feel you on that part. And then they like, play, they play, oh, that. Oh. But that's not even for a player standpoint, that's just from a consumer standpoint. There you go. Oh, so from a player standpoint, I, was, I get it. I would love to play 100 because it's like, damn, like, I might be at right field not getting no play for a minute. And the thing is, is that they do it. They do it in series. See, I didn't quite understand. Well, you you get it now, though, because you play MLB The Show. Yeah. They play it in series. So it's not like game, break, game, break, game, break. It's like game, 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 two-day break, game, 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 one-day break, game, game, game. So it's like even though it is 162 games, you're doing like series after series after series after series after series. And after a certain point in time, it's not even after a certain point in time, as it showed you when we were watching the wild card unfold, every game does matter. Yeah. It just does. Because you had certain teams that started slacking off towards the end, the Cubs, and they let the Brewers come back and catch up on them. Yeah. And then the Cubs end up losing the wild card game? Something like that. They did. Like, my my whole thing is just looking from a from a consumer uh, standpoint, I feel like shorter season higher ratings I think more people are going to have to watch because it's, it's on for a games. short period of time right which is why football season all eyes are all glued to the TV because we know this isn't going to be here long let's get this I'm shit fuck so, you, shit so if you so you shorten the season it's not like oh these teams are playing on TV let me watch this I could be like oh well I can catch them in four months when they're playing each other again well I mean to keep it real with you though if there's any sport that does actually, in fact, need to shorten something, it's definitely baseball. Because, yeah. like, millennials are not watching this not shit. fucking with baseball <laughs> at, all. Baseball. at all. They're like, not fucking look, with if it. If you look at baseball crowds, it'd be a bunch of old motherfuckers in the crowd. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So, it'd be none but white people. And then it'd be old, like, gee, shit. Oh. Most baseball kids, I'd be sitting up like, I don't see not one nigga in this crowd. That's true. I don't see not one young white person in this crowd. That's true. You see little babies and families of six. That's true. So that means, that means something. Single fathers. That means, right? (laughs) With their kids. Some, that means something's gotta go. Uh, Speaking of something's gotta go, 
We're about to move on to America's oh, number wait. one favorite game wait. show. Before you do that. Sorry. Cut, cut the music. DJ. <laughs> the music was playing. Cut the music. I forgot I wanted to mention I'm going to a Miami Heat game next week. When they play the Knicks. Proud of you, bro. It'll be my first time going to an NBA game. You want to go out of D-Wade and put up four? Yeah. It's free. It was free tickets. I never said, bro. So. Bring it in. D-Wade about to put nine. Proud of you. Put up nine points. Yeah. Now, back to America's number one favorite game show. Where you have options. Sometimes four, sometimes five, sometimes six, sometimes three. And one's got to go. That's a lot. I might get tickets to D-Wade's last game what is the name of this game show? It's called One Gotta Go. And I'm your host. I was about to say Balls. I was like, oh. Nels Redenbacher. All right. I, I had to let the music go before I could say, Dylan, I think we should do that. That'd be pretty cool. I'd be down for that. So, I told you that I had a real interesting One Gotta Go for you guys. And I'm going to coin this one Mascot Wars. Oh, shit. Where I've picked... Mascots that are shared by at least four different colleges, mm. and one of those colleges is like going to go. a tiger at some point. <laughs> Number one, this one is going to be the owls. The owls. You have the Temple University owls from the American Athletic Conference. Okay. The Rice University owls from Conference USA. Okay. The Kennesaw State owls from the Big South. And, of course, your beloved Florida Atlantic University Fighting Owls of the Conference USA. One's got to go. Them. Say it again. Temple University Owls, Rice University Owls, Kennesaw State Owls, and the Florida Atlantic University Kennesaw Owls. Kennesaw got to go. Kennesaw? What the fuck is a Kennesaw? It's the hardest one to say. Kennesaw State, they're in Georgia. You can clear. Bye. All right. Next up, Tigers. Next up, Tigers. You've got the... Auburn Tigers, Auburn University Tigers of the SEC, the Clemson University Tigers of the ACC, the Louisiana State University Tigers of the SEC, and the Missouri Tigers also of the SEC. Missouri. Louisiana State. Oh. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> is, it you're, is, that, is that a Florida LSU thing? Is, uh, that, is that something that I don't know about? Fuck yo. Okay, Missouri, I'm, guessing I'm guessing that's a thing. Missouri Tigers got to go. Special shout out to the Grambling State University Tigers and the Jackson State University Tigers. HBCU love. Those would have never went. Hey, so bring LSU back. Throw both the mother schools <laughs> away. <laughs> throw both the HBCU Tigers. They're honorable <laughs> mentions. They they can't be thrown away. Thank you. This is, not your, this is not your show, man. He said put them in the trash. All right, next. Except for their dance team. They're probably bad. We got the Wildcats. <laughs> the Wildcats come with five options. The University the of Arizona Wildcats. <laughs> Stop it now. The University of Arizona Wildcats of the Pac-12. Okay. The Bethune-Cookman University Wildcats of the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. The Kansas State University Wildcats of the Big 12. The University of Kentucky Wildcats of the Southeastern Conference. Or the Northwestern University Wildcats of the Big 10. So that's Arizona, BCU, Kansas State, Kentucky, or Northwestern. One's got to go. 
was it? Uh, what was the first one you said? Arizona. Yeah, they can go. I said Arizona too. Arizona can go. They can get the whole out of here. Arizona just gets gets get out of here. Nice. Next, we have the Bulldogs. The University Not of Georgia. The University of Georgia Bulldogs of the <laughs> Southeastern Conference, no, SEC. The Mississippi State University Bulldogs of the SEC. The Yale University Bulldogs of the Ivy League. The Alabama AM Bulldogs of the Southwestern Athletic Conference. SWAC. Or the Gonzaga. Or the actually Alabama A and M is an HBCU, mm-hmm. um, or the Gonzaga University Bulldogs of the West Coast Conference. Yale. Oh, Fuck yeah. <laughs> wow. Yale. And y'all why know why? Are you a fucking bulldog. Why aren't you like a fucking cockatoo or some shit? A cockatoo. Or a fucking Yale can go. Or a motherfucking motherfucking slob. Next up. Next up, we have the Aggies. What the fuck is an Aggie? What so, is an Aggie? Yeah. I'm going to explain it. I okay. have a history okay. lesson for you. Okay. So an sure. Aggie refers to a student that is a that is an alumni of an agricultural school or an agricultural program. So most of these schools that I'm going to tell you about have an agricultural in their name or have a well-known agricultural program. Oh, that's why. So... Hey, does FAMU have agriculture in their name? Yeah. They do. So, but they're not called not the FAMU Aggies. Well, there's already an Aggie in the HBC world, which yeah. I'm going to tell you about. All right. Yeah, throw, just wait. throw the whole shit away. So oh, you've got throw the whole Aggie away. <laughs> so you've got the New Mexico State University Aggies of the Western Athletic Conference. The New Mexico State University the Agricultures. Whack, in the WAC no. Conference. <laughs> <laughs> the Agriculture yes. Boys. You, in, the WAC, in the WAC Conference. You've got the North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. Oh, yeah. Which is the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. Hey, that's yeah. the best homecoming in the world. Jiho. Greatest homecoming on earth. Then you've got the Texas Agricultural and Mechanical University Aggies, also known as Texas A&M in the Big 12. Oh, yeah. And you have the University of California Davis Aggies in the Big West. Them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a cop-out. Them. All right. Honorable mentions. For which one? We have the oh for this is this is a separate section. I oh they're not really on the list, but I wanted to put them down because they're honorable. We have the <laughs> bison for obvious reasons. So the bison, you've got Bucknell University bison in the Patriot League, the Lipscomb University bison in the at the Atlantic Sun League. You have the North Dakota State University Bison in the Summit League. Shout out to Carson Wentz. And then you have the Howard University Bison in the Mideast Atlantic Conference. Why are these honorable mentions? Because though, the, because of, of Howard University. Though all of them all away. Howard. That's, that's what I was trying to go for. Next, we have the Knights. The Knights, you have the Army Black Knights. You have the Fairly... Dickinson University Knights. Well, we already know we might get a part of that one. <laughs> you can you stop have, there. You have the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Okay. Cool. And then you have the University of Central Florida Knights. That's that second one you said. Yeah. And the only reason why this is an honorable mention is because the University of Central Florida is currently where my fiance works. 
Oh, Shout out to my fiance. Why didn't we uh, see that one coming? Just for that. Throw <laughs> that whole segment away. Throw your game, throw your game away at this point. <laughs> throw that game away. All right. Uh, Fairbanks Knights. Fair, Fairly Fair, Dickinson. Fairly Dicks. Fairly Dicks. Fairly Dicks. So, game. with that being said, let me give you the top 18 shared mascots. Fairly Dicks. First on the lick. What? Lick. First yeah, on the yeah, lick. Sorry, Liz. You just saying dick. <laughs> First on the lick. <laughs> pause. Yeah, pause the shit. I already paused it. Shut up. Oh, oh, <laughs> what, kind of, yeah, what kind of freaky shit am I listening to? Oh, that's hilarious. All right. Top 18 shared mascots. Number one. Shared? Shared mascots. Shared. Mean? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Wow. Um, like, correct. Yeah, like what we've been talking about this whole time during this game. <laughs> wow, you didn't even have to add that last part, you asshole. Cool. <laughs> Don't touch me. Number one. <laughs> Heads off me, you name. Number one, the Bulldogs. 14 D1 programs have the Bulldogs. Right. Number two, nice. Tigers. 13 programs have the Tigers. I see that, too. Number three, the Eagles. 11 programs mm. have the Eagles. War damn Eagle. Number four, <clears throat> Wildcats and Bears are tied for fourth with nine. Number five, you have the Panthers with eight. Cincinnati should beat them. No, they're not the Bears. They're the Bearcats. Bearcats, yeah. Number six, a cat that resembles a bear, maybe? That's wild. Yeah. Number six, <laughs> you have the Lions, the Spartans, the Huskies, the Hawks, and the Cougars tied with five. Last, but definitely not least, we have the Rams, Owls, Bison, Aggies, Knights, Bobcats, and Golden Eagles with four. Why the fuck is there four schools <coughs> the Golden Eagles? Because Eagles that I are gold, Eagles that are gold are pretty badass. Like you wouldn't have a Golden Eagle? No. The what the fuck? Eagles. That Golden shit scared the fuck out of me. Bro. Golden Eagles are fucked. Call the Bronze Eagle, the Silver Eagles. Silver Eagles are probably pretty badass too. To to keep uh, it a buck. Why you had to all be the Golden Eagles? Desert Eagles. Oh. That's a gun. Oh, I don't think any university would be named after a gun. Okay, so <laughs> moving right along to the N C A A. We all know y'all the the Washington Bullets. The N C. Bullet double A. Bah, bah. The Nickel. Wow, my my word. That was done. That said that. Let's <laughs> be clear. Hey, let's be close. <laughs> hey, be close. And <laughs> my dad out. <laughs> oh man. All right. So. Let's recap week seven, shall we? I forgot to put your segment on here, too, by the way. That's my fault. Oh, no stress, no worries, bro. I never forget. It's all right, bro. It's all right. It's all right, big dog. It's okay. It's okay. You're fine, bro. You're fine, my brother. So, what did you guys think of this week of football? We had a lot of upsets this week, too, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think, though? Um, I called LSU being Georgia. You did. So I was very happy to see that. You were. Um, what are you making that face for? <clears throat> what about you, big dog? I'm trying to figure out what y'all talking about. Week the game seven. Florida showed a lot of balls against Vanderbilt last week. Yeah. I will say that because they was definitely down. 
Definitely down. Um, let's recap some of these games, shall we? So I'm gonna tell you some of the games that I watched that caught my attention. Um, UCF almost lost to Memphis, mm-hmm. but they were losing, if I'm not mistaken, like 30 to seven, and they came back and won 31 to 30. Yeah, that how about game, that? Yeah, I saw the last uh, like 10 minutes of that game. Yeah, that was that shit was intense. That was pretty amazing. Then you had um, there was a lot of close games actually. Um, Penn State got upset. Yeah, West Virginia got upset. I called that upset alert. I should have stuck with it. University of Virginia got upset. I mean, no, no. Miami. University of Miami got upset. Mm-hmm. Auburn got upset. Notre Dame almost got upset. Georgia got upset. I mean, that's it. Was some games. Upset city, right? And and I mean, it's 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 pretty amazing. I mean, the Notre Dame Pittsburgh game was definitely a a, a I saw that. rock'em sock'em game. Yeah, there was a lot of big hits. Great defensive game. I enjoyed watching it. Yes, <clears throat> Michigan came out of nowhere to beat Wisconsin, and they did well. They did. They did well. They looked call, really good. That one. Colorado got upset by USC. That was unexpected. South Florida almost lost to Tulsa. They had to go for two. Mm-hmm. I mean, this week was a very impressive week. I would say this was probably the best week of college football so far. It was. It really was. I didn't get to watch as much this week because, you know, we were in North Carolina. Right. I was watching yeah. on my phone. Right. So, I mean, I saw as much as I could, but it was, yeah, it was good. It was crazy, man. It was like, it was, it was a really good week of football. Um... And, I mean, you know, before I can even, like, continue, I mean, Florida Atlantic University, Fighting Owls, you can tune up the band. <clears throat> Go, Jit. Oh, but you're supposed to tell me. Oh, sorry. Let's run that back. May you please go, Jit? Um, I don't have anything to say for that few minute today, this week. Um, we had a bye week after beating the brakes off of Old Dominion, who beat Virginia Tech, which means in theory we're better than Virginia Tech, and I'll carry that to the grave. Um, next week we got Marshall, who we're also going to beat, so that's not a problem. Um, I'm pretty confident that we're going to finish the season on a high horse, and we're going to win the Conference USA because the fighting owls are on the prowl. Go F-A-U. Boom, boom, clap, clap. F-A-U. All right, guys. So. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was pretty good. So, we see Alabama win 39-10. And I have to ask this question again because, you know, I'm watching watching these other Heisman candidates. More in particular, Haskins. Yeah. Just more in particular. I think that's his only competition is is Haskins. Yeah, he's balling. Um, Haskins isn't only balling, but, I mean, he's he's playing against better competition. And and he's going up against, like, teams that – that are worth something. Yeah. Didn't Tua get hurt? This Tua year? got a little hurt. He aggravated okay? his knee, but he said he's good. Okay. Haskins went 33 for 44. 412 yeah. yards passing, three touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. 
So I have to ask this question again. I feel like I'm going to ask it every week. Do you think Tua can actually ride out and win the Heisman? Mm, no. No. And here's another interesting question for you, and I got a hot take. No. I got a hot take for you guys. Do you think Alabama can win out no. this season? No. I don't think so. I know who they're going to lose to. LSU? Yes. I can yeah, see that. Probably. I can see that. They got actually a tough stretch of games, and they haven't played any school realistically, in my opinion, that gave them a good look. Like, they're going they're going into some tough sledding because they got they got LSU, Mississippi State, and Alabama. I mean and Auburn coming up in the next five weeks. Do they got Texas and, A&M too? Or no? No, nah, they oh, beat okay. Texas A&M. <clears throat> but I mean Tennessee's another team to not sleep on either. Tennessee ain't about to do nothing to them boys. They're about to beat Tennessee by 80. Oh. Damn. But Tennessee just beat Auburn. That's fine. Oh. That's fine, bro. Yikes. He said, that's fine. That's what's up, bro. <laughs> Dang. Dang. All right. Well, with that being said, I mean, as of right now, who's y'all top four? Haskins. Um, Haskins and two are definitely mm-hmm. one and two. Okay. Um, <clears throat> shit. I don't know. Yeah, shit. If that's all you got, that's all you got. Yeah, I think I, I think it's I think it's them. Right. And the, I don't know if anybody else is really right. What right about you, Dylan? Same thing. Two of Haskins. Nah, Haskins. Buddy from Oklahoma. Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So as of right now, the top six, as they have it, this is the USA Today um, polls. And they got two of number one. Haskins number two, Kyler Murray number three, LaVishka Chenault, who's a wide receiver from Colorado, who is balling right now, number four, Jonathan Taylor, the running back from Wisconsin, number five, and Mackenzie Milton, quarterback from UCF. So right now it's looking like an all-quarterback race. So that's where that's at. So now that you named your top four Heisman, it's a home run. It's a three-run home run. Three-run home run. Shout out to Devers. Um, so check this out. We are two weeks away, if I'm not mistaken, from the first college football playoff ranking. As of right now, who do you guys have as your top four? Would you prefer for me to give you guys a top 25 first before no. you tell me your top four? You already have your top four. I have my top four. Okay. What do, I, do, I, top do I have to give you a top four in, like, in order or no? Um, since we're so far out, just give me your top four with, in, without any particular order. Alabama. Mm-hmm. LSU. Mm-hmm. Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And um, Notre Dame. Okay. What about you, Broski? Mm-hmm. Why do you say Alabama? Because I think they're just automatically just going to get that seeding. Alabama's low-key sucking the life out of college football, but that's another story for another day. Go ahead, bro. I'm going to say... I don't say, bro. I'm going to say Ohio State. Okay. Bama. Okay. Actually, no, fuck that. Okay, fuck that. Clemson. Clemson. Ugh. 
Notre Dame. Notre Dame. LSU. LSU. Nice. So my top four is Alabama, Ohio State, LSU. And I'm going to say Notre Dame for now, but I really want to say Michigan. But it all depends on how Michigan does over the next couple of weeks because they're going through the Death Valley for Harbaugh, which is Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, the states. But the top 25 goes as follows. 25, you have Washington State, 24, Michigan State, 23, Wisconsin, 22, Mississippi State, number 21, USF, 20, Cincinnati, 19, Iowa, 18, Penn State, 17, Texas A&M, 16, North Carolina State, 15, Washington, 14, Kentucky, 13, West Virginia, 12, you've got Oregon, 11, Florida, number 10, University of Central Florida, number 9, Oklahoma, number 8, Georgia, number 7, Texas, number 6, Michigan, number 5, LSU, number 4, Notre Dame, number 3, Clemson, number 2, Ohio State, and number 1, Alabama. So that is your top 25. All right, so I think we are ready for the picks. All right. Pick time. So, um, last week, I just had it. What the flip? Oh, sorry. Sorry. All right. Um, So, last week, I went 10 and 6. Nels and Dylan, you both went 9 and 7. So the current standings, I'm in first, 104 and 35. Nels, you're in second, 103 and 36. And Dylan's in third, 139. Okay? Okay. So up first, we have number 12, Oregon, 5 and 1. At number 25, Washington State, 5 and 1. Ooh, Oregon. Oregon. Number six, Michigan, six and one. At number twenty-four, Michigan State, four and two. Michigan at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. They're at Michigan State. Yep. Ooh. I'm gonna go Michigan State with the upset. Matt home. Ooh. Michigan has been playing so good. Michigan. Michigan really needs this win, so I'm gonna be on their side. Michigan. Three and three, Illinois. Oh, sorry, Illinois. Three and three at number twenty-three, Wisconsin. Four and two, Wisconsin. I can buy you a mansion somewhere in Wisconsin. Number twenty-two, Mississippi State. Four and two at number five, LSU. Six and one, LSU. As you. UConn five. Oh, sorry. UConn one and five. Not five and one. Whoa. At number twenty-one, USF six and zero. Oh. USF. Easily USF. S. F. Number twenty, Cincinnati six and zero. Oh. At Temple four and three. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Who's Cincinnati playing? Temple. Cincinnati. Templar. Maryland four and two at number nineteen Iowa five and one. Who at who? 
Maryland at Iowa. I'm going Ooh. Iowa. This will be a very good game. It is. But Iowa. I will also do Iowa. Okay. Number 18, Penn State, 4-2. and two. At Indiana, 4-3. and three. So I'm going to do upset alert. Indiana. Oh, Dylan taking the upset. What you doing? Shut Shut up. Stop looking at my list. Indiana is a really hard team to beat at home, but I'm going to give it to Penn State. Oh, what do I want to do? What am I going to do, brother? What are you going to do, brother? Um, I'm going to go Penn State. Number 16, NC State, 5-0. At number 3, Clemson, 6-0. I am taking the upset, NC State, beating Clemson, at Clemson. I'm going Clemson. Clemson. Colorado, 5-1. At number 15, Washington, 5-2. Washington did just take an L. Let's do Washington, dog. Let me go Washington. Washington. Oh, I'm going to go Colorado. Okay. Vanderbilt, 3-4. and four, At number 14, Kentucky, 5-1. and one. Vanderbilt is a good team. But I'm going Kentucky. Um, let's do Kentucky. Kentucky. Number 10, UCF, 6-0 at East Carolina University, 2-4. UCF. 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 Number 9, Oklahoma, 5-1 at TCU, 3-3. Run that one back. Oklahoma at TCU. TCU hasn't been playing that great this year. I'm going to go Oklahoma. That's even more of a reason to give them an upset alert. Uh, Oklahoma. Oh, Dylan wants to go TCU. I feel it. He's considering it. Oklahoma. Nope. Number two, Ohio State, 7-0. and at Purdue, three and three, Ohio State. O H I O State. And uh, Alabama. Alabama yeah, at Tennessee. Like, Are you gonna take Tennessee? No. Okay. Bama doll. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it for the picks. <laughs> That's it for the picks. Yeah, so we're going picture. to Unrated Bars of Fame. Today, I wanted to do something different. I wanted to go old school, but I didn't want to do rap. I wanted to do old school R&B, little soulish. So I decided to go to Earth, Wind & Fire. Mm, Okay, can't come wrong there. A song that sang all the time, but I don't think we ever really think of the lyrics as being said. But we really sing the song because of, obviously, the falsetto and the runs and the melodic appeal of the song. And this song is Reasons. The reasons, the reasons why we're here. Anyway, I'm going to go into 
the lyrics. Now, even though this is a well-known song, I have to give it underrated bars of fame because we never really quite read and look into what this man is saying. Why is this song called Reasons? Let's get into it. Now, I'm craving your body. Is this real? Temperatures rising, I don't want to feel. I'm in the wrong place to be real. And I'm longing to love you just for a night. Kissing and hugging and holding you tight. Please let me love you with all my might. That's cute. Reasons. The reasons that we're here. The reasons that we fear our feelings won't disappear. And after the love game has been played, all our illusions were just a parade. And all of the reasons start to fade. La, 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 After all our reasons why, all the reasons were a lie. After all the reasons love, love was left aside. And longing to love you for one night. Please let me love you with all my might. Baby, oh baby. Reasons, the reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear our feelings won't disappear. And after the love games have been played, all our illusions were just a parade and all the reasons start to fade. And in the morning when I rise, no longer feeling hypnotized, for no reasons, our reasons, our reasons have no pride. After all our reasons why, all the reasons were a lie. After all the reasons love, love was left aside. I can't find the reasons that my love won't disappear. Can't find the reasons why I love you, my baby, my dear. Can't find the reasons want to love you all night. Can't find the reasons, gotta squeeze you real tight. Can't find the reasons, baby, yeah, for my tears. Can't find the reason why I love you. Earth, wind, and fire. Underrated bars of fame. I dug deep for that one, y'all boys. Reasons! Essentially, the reasons why they were having sex was because they like each other. Well, I am done, sirs. Is there anything else left to say after this practically two-hour-long show? Yeah, I got one. I got one thing. Um, we've been getting a lot of flack about the fact that Swag Surfing won the One Hit Wonders tournament. Um, I just want people to understand. That's too fucking bad. Well, that, and I went for impact more than what song I like best. Because I like Return of the Mac better as a song. Me too. But I think we all agree on that. But <clears throat> the, the, the effect on the masses that we've seen with Swag Surf. I've only got one thing to say to those giving us flack. 
And that is. I'm swagging. I'm surfing. Now watch me surf this swag. I'm on him. Not it. Nobody. Then I don't want my body. Got a bag with a me and a bird with a me and I'm swagging. I'm surfing. I'm swag. I'm surfing. I guarantee you, at least five of y'all did the swag surf while we were singing it. So shut Right. Exactly. I'm over it. Um, oh, but that being said. Return of the Mac. Nice. Um, but that being said, if you guys have any suggestions of brackets you'd like to see us do, feel free to hit us up by email or on social media. Where can they email us, bro? They can email us at ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. And what about on Twitter, bro? On Twitter, it's at balls underscore podcast. And on Instagram. On Instagram, it's balls underscore sports underscore podcast. We're going to start doing more of those. Um, sometimes it could, it could be sports related. It could be not sports related. And it will always be found on IGTV. Yeah. All right. Well, the music is on right now. And uh, I've, 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 I think I'm done here. I um, just wanted to let y'all know we appreciate y'all for listening to us tonight. Y'all could have been listening to any. Well, it could be nighttime, daytime. Doesn't matter. Could be listening to any other sports podcast in the world. But you're listening to us, and we appreciate y'all. Just make sure you find us back at the same time, same place next week with something new for your ears. Bye, hoes. Y'all little scallywags. I mean, I tried to save a couple, but they back on their shit. So instead of wasting my time, I said I'm calling it quits. I put my work in my hand. Can't put my faith in no man. These-